guys, welcome back to episode 10. 11. 10. 10. I thought it was 11. No, it's 10. Episode 10 of the Regen Z podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Viv. I'm Samantha. I'm Richard. So welcome back guys to the podcast. Um, If you want them to introduce themselves, you can go back to our last episode, episode 9. They introduced themselves. Wonderfully. Okay. Wonderfully. (laughs) Yeah, very. Okay, getting into the episode. Now we're talking about adulting after high school. Um, So I'm still in high school. So uh, I'll ask the questions this time. Okay, okay. First question. What does it mean to be a mature and godly adult? How does the context of adult life change from high school life, spiritually and mentally? Richard can go first. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right now, I, I even don't know whether I'm mature or godly, though. <laughs> um, well, being a mature and godly adult, probably you must be growing. That's the obvious thing, spiritually. And this is definitely stolen from retreat because we have we had a path of maturity. Was it path yeah. of maturity? Yeah. yeah, where the direction of growth is Christ-centric. So that that means it's pretty obvious. You are going to be more like Christ, and you have you know Bible-filled way of thinking. I would say <laughs> I don't know how to put it like in, in a simple way, but. The direction of God is Christ-centric. You become more like Christ every day. Um, and spiritual maturity, this is also stolen from the retreat. <laughs> that means you are entering the process of sanctification. You. Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It means you're entering the process of sanctification. Yeah, of course. And for some reason, Sam and Viv is laughing. No! <laughs> yeah, and sanctification means self-discipline. Being mature and godly adult, you got to be disciplined with yourself. Um, there's no one telling you, okay, you got to do this, you got to do that. Yeah. That's that. like, sorry, mm-hmm. that's like, a textbook answer like that is <laughs> because it's on the retreat <laughs> but in your life how would you apply like being more Christ-centered gonna read the Bible <laughs> <laughs> no you, you can't you can't say pray and read the Bible that's another textbook answer like how would you in your daily life what <laughs> <laughs> in my daily life how to become a mature and godly adult that doesn't involve Bible reading and... <laughs> that, doesn't sound, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, beyond reading the Bible and beyond, uh, like, praying or the act of, like, um, praying and reading your Bible, then what what is it that in your in your everyday life that separates you from being a mature and godly Christian than not? Hmm. Like I said in the beginning, I, I ever have no idea whether I'm mature or godly enough. So I'm not the right person to fully answer the question. Um, what sets it apart? 
I don't know how to answer this without having the textbook answer. Yeah, because I don't mean well. Like how um I don't know. For me, it's going to be self discipline. That's I don't know whether that's textbook or not. Is it textbook? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, it's going to be self discipline. Being mature and godly, there might be people around you that say you're not mature enough for something, but I don't know. Like people, you can't be leader. They might know whether you're mature or godly enough. But they say that, but then it's up to you whether you want to be mature and godly or not. There must be an active effort. I mean, like I said, it's sanctification. It's an active effort also from yourself. It's self-discipline. There's no other way around it. Okay. <laughs> My turn, okay. Um, on top of, I guess, everything that was said, um, I think being mature and godly is marked by humility. Um, like, whether it is before God, so, like, being more dependent on Him and, like, yeah. Or also before others, like, willing to learn and to serve and, to like, to forgive and everything. So I feel like I think that's part of... I guess that's a measure through which you can see whether or not you are becoming more mature. Um, and I hope this doesn't sound like a self-defense, but I don't think we'll ever reach a point where we say, we can say we are a mature and godly adult. I feel like because it's the process of sanctification, oh, <laughs> um, it was, it's, it's an ongoing lifelong process where we are growing. So like, I don't, I to say like, how do you, what does it mean to be a mature and godly adult is a bit of like a tough question because I feel like you're like you no matter how old you get you're always growing and I feel like so that just means there's going to be lots of ups and downs and yeah oh this is also stolen from the retreat I of remember. course I remember I forgot whether it was in my group where it w- or whether it was from Pa Agus where he was some- saying something along the lines of uh, growing old. Oh yeah. That's like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It'll definitely happen. Right? Everyone growing, grows old. Yeah, but growing mature is a choice. So like, if that's what being a mature and godly adult is, then like, what are the differences between like living from like from your high school life and your your adult life? Um, well, cause because, uh, I guess I can infer that you're you're less dependent on your parents and you live by yourself or um you you don't have to depend on your parents like financially or you don't have to be told what to do anymore and so like what does that ha- have like on your spirituality and mentality uh well when it comes to the context one thing that obviously will change is the struggle and the questions that you will have. So let's say when you, you were in high school, the question was more, okay, where do I want to go? Um, let's say for uni, or what do I want to take, like what we talked about in the last episode. But when you are in adult life, it's the struggle, I don't know, because it's more like, uh, I think in, the ch- in church, usually you're getting asked, Oh, when do you find a girlfriend? <laughs> That's like the obvious thing. That's like the obvious thing. But like, in saying that, that's one of the questions that you will get asked and you will need to think about. 
that doesn't mean that you need to <laughs> date someone immediately, but there's something in your mind. And that usually, I don't know, at least for me, when I was in high school, I wasn't really thinking about it that much. Because, nah. <laughs> and when it comes to struggles, well, this one is really specific because I'm an international student, so I have to think about my visas and everything. And then also work. That one, yeah, definitely. I have to think about, okay, gotta start applying, gotta start practicing interviews and everything. And you don't really need to, need to think about that during high school. You might want to apply for jobs. That's uh, a thing that might happen. But that's not like you 100% of your focus anyway. That You need to deal that more when you are adulting. But in like, say, a work environment, if you're at work, like, what's the, like, how do you interact with other people? Do you have the same, you know, maybe in high school, there's like the popular people and then there's like stereotypes because that's what you struggle with in high school. In work, like, how is it like spiritually, mentally? Um, well, well, this doesn't apply only like for work, but I don't know, for me in general. I think it applies for me in general. So the way I think about it, when you interact with people, you just think of them. Okay, maybe this apply more at work. So like, think of them as just people, even though if they are like the CEO or someone else, or even just like your manager, think of them as people. Just talk to them like them, like like normal people. <laughs> so what? Like so basically, you're not you're you're basically more independent, and so you don't because I th- I see like um. People in high school, they're they're more in like groups and they're more dependent on mm-hmm. friends yeah. and their parents. But as you grow older and change your context in life, you're be- you become more independent and less dependent on other people, right? Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, because like, I think I think that's what I would say is the difference between adult life and like high school life is you are less, especially emotionally dependent on people. Like, like you say, you know, in, like, high school, you have your group, so, like, they're your friends, like, they're the people you run to when something's wrong, and, like, when you are, like, you need to make a decision on something, you consult, you know, like, everyone, right, and stuff. But I feel like when you're an adult, simply because everyone also has their own lives and stuff, you kind of have to start um, making your own decisions and, like, dealing with things yourself. Well, not to say that you'll just be a lone wolf, like, that's not, that's not, I don't, that's not what we mean, but, you know, like, we, I guess, like, yeah, just be more independent to that st- sense. But I would always always add that that does not apply the same to God. You know, I think the we have this innate sort of like we are people who do like to depend on something. It just depends on what you are depending on. So I feel like as you grow less dependent on people, you kind of like, if you like say like um channel it somewhere else and like you know we have to channel it to depending on god and like as you grow as an adult especially as well yeah as uh, yeah as a person yeah spiritually you're still dependent but mentally uh, it might not be necessary be so because when you're an adult that means you make your own decision and you accept the consequences you can't say Okay, I need to consult to everyone, and then they make the decision for me. No, it's on, on your hands. In the end, you gotta have to like call the shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
In like a practical sense, like for example, when you go to uni, obviously you don't like say you can't don't come to class. The teacher, your prof- lect- lecturer, professor, lecturer, they're mm. not they're not gonna like chase you down on it, right? It's up to you. You're not say you're not when you're an adult. You're not as bound to like rule not rules, but you're not as bound to the environment. Like before, well, I'm for me like I have school every day. Well. Five days a week, and so my life is almost like in that in, in that environment. Like I go to school every day, but like beyond high school, you have more independence. And so, how do we keep track or be motivated when we don't have like the school context or something that keeps like pushing us to do work and have the motivation to? Yeah. Um. Self motivation. <laughs> uh, this is a tough one. Um. Well, harsh truth is that we are adults. Like I think, like what Viv says, like uni professors won't look after us like high school teachers would. I had a teacher that once said in the first class, "I don't care if you come. I'm not gonna find you. It's your loss." Literally, in those words, which is like you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's true. And they're not supposed to have to come and find us. So like if you don't want to show up in class, nobody really cares. So having said that, it is like the point is it's on us to find that motivation, and to stay on track and to push ourselves. And mainly, well, it comes from being a responsible adult. You know, it's you're still you still have things to do, and even though we don't always enjoy what we have to do, like in uni, you'll come to have you'll come to see that you have like compulsory core units that are absolutely boring, but you have to pass. So like you know, and when that happens, it's just it's your responsibility and it's not always it doesn't always have to be necessarily enjoyable per se in and of itself but um yeah just try to get through it yeah what basically her answer <laughs> ties really well with what we we're talking about before is about self-discipline yeah the non-textbook answer <laughs> <laughs> whether it's about self-discipline right and ties really well also with what we just mentioned if you don't go to class then you accept the consequences it's your decision mm. There's no one telling you that, oh, this is bad or this is good. You know it yourself. You do it yourself. You accept the consequences yourself. And there's no complaining like, oh, it's because my teacher's terrible and then run to mom. They can't do anything. Um, so like, yeah. Well, if it's like self-discipline, like <clears throat> what if your self-discipline fails? Then what? Then like, it's not. Well, we will always fail, right? We can't always be perfectly motivated in ourselves in a sense i think the the more the less bound you are to your environment the more you should cling on to something else right right mm. to like be able, you need to anchor yourself yes. somewhere to be able to survive out there as an adult mm-hmm. and okay this is sorry if it sounds like a textbook answer the only <laughs> thing obviously <laughs> that you can bind to is god and um we went through this in the last episode but if you are if you bind yourself into god if god is in the center of your life because we've said this before in the podcast it's not about god being number one school being number two house your housework being number three it's about god being the middle of your life and everything Mm. in your life that follows will flow out of that so i don't know in my in my head if i think about it it's like one of those diagrams where god is in the middle and then like Like school life flows out and then this comes out so everything is centered and through god so that's your purpose, and once you know your purpose, you're. I'm not saying that if you're in God, you'll 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 be motivated for your whole life. You yeah. will have your ups and downs, 
So if you're motivated in God, you know where to go back to when you when you are down. And yeah, I guess adding on to that, like what Jeremy was saying is that like, how do you get back to self-discipline when you fail, right? Um, well, I think if we see that these responsibilities are given from God, you know, like uni, work, whatever the context in your life currently is, then you know that you're responsible to him. Like for yourself, if you're, you know, it's your grades that's getting affected and whatnot. But um, it's, yeah, it's a responsibility from God. So I think if we like tie this back to calling, well, what I wanted to say was that like, I feel like, we know that we think of calling as being that one task that we must fulfill. And it, that is true. There's that aspect of it. But I think another co- aspect of calling is the context we have in our lives right now. So like, if our calling, if you're a student right now, then you are called to be a student. So which means if you take that seriously, that includes fulfilling and doing your responsibilities as a student properly and not like slacking off. The same goes if you're like working, doing your job, you know, coming to work and not. Yeah. And so basically everything that everything that we do and everything that we are called to do, it is for his glory and and the purpose of like school and everything is for his glory. And so when we have that mindset, then I guess from our own desires, then we want like we'll be able to understand and that's what can motivate us to glorify God. Yeah, I guess in a way when you don't yeah, it's what keep can keep you going even if you don't feel like you enjoy it per se you know like sometimes it is tiring and it is boring but like yeah i think that is a motivation i mean that's a reason i suppose 